G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. Some recent research has shed light on one of Australia's serious challenges for the future. What appears to be significant is that more than one in four Australians struggle with telling anyone authentically what they think about a range of sensitive issues. It appears that many Aussies are happier to hide their beliefs for fear of the social consequences and what we've come to know as cancel culture. Well, Anna Colthorpe is a research executive at McCrindle Research and Anna's joining us. Anna, welcome along to 2020. Thanks so much for having me. Anna, we've been hearing some updates and as new detail from the census comes available, we're interested in these things, but there's been other surveys that you've been doing and a recent survey that reveals some of these deeper issues about how we share our beliefs. Yes, that's right. And in that recent survey, we found there is a reluctance and a hesitation to tell others about our beliefs around politics and religion. We found almost three in five Australians hide their beliefs on social topics or issues from others at certain times. And a quarter of Australians have hidden their perspective on topical issues because they're afraid of how people will respond. And this lack of social comfort to be truthful about our beliefs stems from being hesitant to share views on particular social topics. And two in five Australians feel they need to hide at certain times their beliefs about various certain current issues present in society today. And for a third of Australians, that is, they need to hide their beliefs on social issues. So that might be uh, gender inequality or climate change And for a quarter of Australians, they feel they need to hide their beliefs on politics and policy issues and even the political party they support. So in a time where there are so many views and opinions, we're seeing that uh, Australians are cautious around um, what they share and with whom. Does it mean that polls are less accurate today? And we might have seen this over the last couple of elections where polls on political surveys uh, have proven to be quite wrong. So it is affecting the way polling happens, isn't it? Yes, definitely. And what might be shared in public or even in conversation with friends may actually be different to what people are acting on in the polls behind or not in front of everyone away from the public eye. Anna, what can we say about our reluctance to tell the truth when people are asking us about our beliefs, uh, politics and religion in particular? Yeah, it's a really interesting topic and we found that over a quarter of Australians are struggling to be their authentic selves out of fear of judgment or exclusion and even more are increasingly self-censoring what they say because of the rise of cancel culture. And this really points to the social proof and social inclusion that we as social beings crave uh, and the assumed fear that we will be rejected if another doesn't agree with the opinion we have. 
Does it mean, though, that ordinary Aussies, and sometimes referred to as the quiet Australians or a silent majority perhaps, uh, but talking politics and religion, do we in fact not talk about those things at all or are there certain settings, do you think, where we're more comfortable to talk about politics and religion? Yeah, that's a great question. And, you know, despite the data I've just mentioned, Australians are still interested to listen to others and their opinions. In fact, almost seven in 10 Australians agree they actively listen to other people's opinions and beliefs, even when they differ from their own. And an even greater proportion, or that's three quarters of Australians, agree reading or hearing opinions different to one's own is important in building better understanding and connection in our diverse communities. And this would point, I would say, to the one-on-one conversations that we have with our friends or our family of the dinner table uh, in those quieter conversations and perhaps away from uh, the public eye. Um, despite Australians feeling the need to self-censor, they also place values in the differing opinions and are willing to listen to each other. If we are so willing to listen to others, though, and hear their opinions, do you think it might be because we're the ones who are making the judgment? If, if someone's not able to, uh, you know, comfortably articulate something that we will comfortably hold to, perhaps as a Christian community, that somehow or other we've got judgment happening two ways? I think perhaps. I think it's really... Um a reflection of, you know, the cancel culture and we've seen uh, the social consequences of those who don't agree uh, with others' opinions. And it's really interesting because in the same survey, we found that the way we view acceptance has changed. So just two years ago, half of Australians believe that you could accept an individual without necessarily having to accept their worldview, whereas now we see that Australians believe acceptance is needing to accept both the individual and their worldview, highlighting that we encompass everything uh, and agree with everything about the uh, individual, hesitant ourselves to disagree with someone else's uh, opinion. It is perhaps a reflection of finding a culture which looks to, you know, perhaps keep the peace or even not challenge what another person believes. So you've got this rise of cancel culture, uh, say the wrong thing and you are likely to be cancelled, not just your thoughts but as a person. Is this even more significant amongst a younger generation? Yes, we have seen that and uh, for those, just to a little reminder, cancel culture can be defined as boycotting a brand or person after they've done or said something considered objectionable and quite uh, harsh social consequences and it's the Generation Z, those who are um, 18 to 27 this year are most likely to have hidden their perspective on top of issue, issues because they're afraid of how people respond um, because of cancel culture. They're also more likely to struggle to be their authentic selves because of fear of judgment and exclusion. And it's really interesting and perhaps it's uh, so prominent amongst these younger generations because they're more exposed to the consequences of cancel culture because they're spending time on their phones, social media and can see it play out. And so this hesitation to share their own beliefs um, has been enough in their own social and personal lives because of what they're seeing online, perhaps. 
if we're living in our own little bubble and not mixing with people who have different opinions to ourselves, uh, that makes us actually quite intolerant, doesn't it? And not listening to each other anymore. That's one of the challenges, I guess, we've got in communities where we live, that we need to be listening to one another. Yes, that's right. And as uh, the survey mentioned, the Australians are looking and still place value on those differing opinions. However, perhaps on the other end, we're seeing that hesitation for people to actually share those beliefs despite Australians willing to listen. And so perhaps it's people in their smaller conversations with those they trust, they're more likely to listen to each other so that they can grow and develop as, uh, as people. Uh, not listening to each other personally, Anna, I imagine that social media is playing a huge role in the way we do listen. Uh, and because that's not necessarily eyeball to eyeball, face to face. Any thoughts here on the way changing media, changing social discourse, all of these sorts of things are developing? That's right. And with that, that you, you lose so much online. You lose the body language. You lose who they are as a person. You don't really know them personally like you would a friend or a colleague in the office. Uh, you've just seen their one opinion without a context of their personal social lives, their experiences and what they've been through. And, and it's so easy to make a, a judgment or a, a opinion about even their thoughts and beliefs. And so it's really it's a really interesting time where we have to be so cautious and aware of what the social media barrier can do to a relationship and a conversation. Well, Anna, putting you on the spot here, what do you think the answer is? How we learn to communicate with one another in a better way or do we just have to adapt to the way that society is moving? What are your thoughts here? Perhaps I'm a bit old school and I still value the one-on-one -on -one conversations I have with my friends and family. I feel that that is the best place that I grow and develop um, where those, those thoughts and opinions and beliefs can be challenged because it's in a safe space. It's not online. It's not with someone that we don't know, but it's with a trusted uh, loved one or friend and family that we can really, and I think even refine our thoughts and perspectives as we, as we develop as, as humans. Anna, is there some way that listeners can access some of the detail about your research into cancel culture? Is there somewhere at mccrindle.com.au that there is an opportunity to, to see some of the things we're talking about today? Yes, absolutely. If they head to uh, mccrindle.com.au or we also have a partnership research which is called Main Street Insights and that will point them in the direction of this uh, report we've worked on. Outstanding insights, Anna. Nurture one-on-one -on -one conversations. And it's going to be challenging, especially for younger generations. Anna Colthorpe is a research executive at McCrindle Research. That's mccrindle.com.au. Anna, thanks so much for your insights today on 2020. Thanks for having me. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.